Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. For those of you who are new to my channel, welcome. I'm Dr. Michelle Daff. And for those of you who are returning, welcome back. Thank you for being here for another session in Finer Wives. Today, we are talking about the big S word, submission. This is a topic that's really scary to a lot of women. When we hear the word submission, we just think of like oppression and control, and we're just really adversive to even learning about it. So I want us to talk about that today and take some time to just relax and sip on this super slow. We're going to talk about what it means to be submissive, what it doesn't mean, and how you can be more submissive in your marriage as a finer wife. So I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. But before we get into the video, I want to ask for you to support my fragrance line, Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a fragrance with a promise, beautiful feminine fragrance called 2911 that's sure to enhance your life in all ways by reminding you of the promises of God and allowing you to smell beautiful, feminine, and mysterious. So head over to findforever.com and use the code FEMININE to get 20% off of your purchase. So ladies, when we hear the word submission, we kind of get nervous and we feel like maybe there's something in our marriage that we're supposed to be doing that we're not doing. And in this world, the concept of submission has always been told as a way to sort of oppress women in marriage or give men a certain sense of control to feel like they can control your life. And no one wants to feel like they're being controlled. So a lot of times we sort of stay away from this or we just don't understand what it means. And so we don't know what to actually do to fulfill this need that men have in marriage by God's design. The reason why it's so important for you to understand what it means to be submissive as a finer wife is because God expects that from you. When God created marriage, he put in certain functions that a man and a woman are supposed to adhere to in order to make it work. Just like any company, they have ranks and roles to be able to make it flow, to be able to make it work, and to have success. And I know that all of you want your marriages to be successful. And some of you might be in marriages that are on the rocks or that are just not going the way that you want them to. And so this idea is a little scary. And some of you might be in a place where you're hurt or you feel like your marriage is hopeless. So you feel like you just cannot revive it. But this might be the answer. If you're able to master some of these things, it can open up your marriage in a way that you never saw possible. And you're not doing it alone because you're coming under the rulership of something God has asked you to do, and it'll help you to avoid power struggles in your marriage. It'll allow roles to be more defined, and it'll give you more peace because as a woman, you'll be in a place where you can release some of the stress, some of the mental agony, and some of the mental pressure and be able to flow with your husband as one unit. So let's talk about what submission is not, because there's a lot of misconception. Being submissive does not mean that you're doing chores like washing the dishes or clipping his fingernails or even doing sexual things that he's asking you to do. That's not what it means to be submissive. 
Being submissive is also not appropriate for boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. Okay, it's not for singles. It's only appropriate in the covenant of a marriage, in the binding unit of a marriage, and in the protection of a marriage. So if you're dating someone and you're watching this video thinking, how can you be more submissive to him? That will be very dangerous. Okay, there does need to be a level of covering and protection through God before you do these things. What it means to be submissive is to come under authority. Submission is coming under the authority of something or someone. You're coming under the authority in order to make whatever it is work. Everything in nature was created with laws in order for it to work, in order to have success, everything. So a seed wouldn't be able to say to the soil, I don't want to be in the soil to grow. I want to be in the clouds right? That wouldn't work. <laughs> a seed has to be in the soil. It has to submit to the soil in order to grow. If something is already created, you can't make your own rules and expect it to have the same outcome. So if you're driving your car, say somewhere in Europe, and the driver's seat is on the opposite side from what you're used to, you can't say, well, in America, that's not how we sit. That's not how we drive. We sit on this side. So I'm going to sit on the side that I'm used to sitting on, and I'm just going to drive the car from the seat that I'm used to, the seat that I want to sit in, you're going to crash. Okay. You have to still submit to whatever laws or whatever rules are built within that entity. There's divine order and synergy when it comes to every single thing in order to guarantee success. But it does not mean that one is better than the other. So if you're thinking of, say, a car, the tires are not more important in a car than the battery, right? They are all necessary for the car to work. However, the tires are on the outside, so people see the tires. They don't see the battery. But without the battery, the car wouldn't run. So in a marriage, it's the same concept, okay? Even if one part your husband versus you are doing different things or one is a leader and the other one is a co-leader or a follower, however you want to see it. Both are necessary. One is not more important than the other, even though it may appear that way. And whether you realize it or not, we as people, okay, we as women, we submit to things every single day. That's how we live our lives. If you have a job, you're submitted to your boss. So you're going into work, you're wearing what your boss wants you to wear, you're on the computer only looking at what your boss wants you to look at, hopefully, <laughs> you're doing whatever your boss asks you to do. You wouldn't come up against that authority or that covering because you want to get paid. Okay, You have a motive. And so you submit in order to make sure that you're successful at your job. It's the same concept in your marriage. Obviously, your husband's not your boss, but he is your divine leader in that sense. So in order to make the corporation of your family run successfully, you do have to come under his leadership. And you might be someone who says, well, I don't have a regular job. Like I work for myself. I don't have a boss. So now what? No matter what you do, no matter what work you do in this world, you always have some sort of authority. So even if you are a business owner, there are bureaus that still oversee businesses. If you do something wrong, someone can report you and you can get shut down. There's always checks and balances because that's the only way for us to be able to be successful in this world. And on a regular day-to-day, -day, you still submit to your surroundings. When you go to a stop sign, you stop. You're submitting to those laws. You're submitting to whatever traffic laws have been put in place in order for us to function smoothly. And for those of us who choose not to submit, we are then removed from society. 
Okay. That's just a natural consequence of not going with the flow of humanity. Now, if you're a woman who truly is wanting to change and wanting to grow and wanting to understand what your role is as a wife, then I want you to think about what kind of marriage you're in. What kind of husband do you have? Is he a man who fears God in terms of wanting to do what God has asked him to do as a husband? These are the men that you are submitting to. You're not submitting to a man who's asking you to do things that are immoral, that are illegal, that are wrong. Okay, you're submitting to a man who is also submitted to God. Okay, that divine order of it being God, then your husband, then you. So whatever it is that he's doing, he is also accountable to God. So I'm sure you're thinking, okay, can I have some examples? Or what does it mean for me to be submissive? What can I do? Or what should I not do? As a woman who's trying to be a finer wife, when you're truly having a heart of submission, you are teachable. You are someone who can get along with her husband. There's not strife in the home. So if your husband brings up something that he wants a family to do, you're not quick to shut his idea down or get an attitude with him or tell him you're not doing that or tell him the idea is stupid or just flat out not do it because you don't want to. You're able to listen and hear from him and work with him if he's maybe guiding you to maybe behave in a certain way because that's how he wants the family to run. You're not quick to tell him that, you know, you'll do whatever you want. You're your own person. You don't care about what he thinks. You're teachable. You're able to flow with whatever direction he's guiding you in. And this can be sometimes really frustrating, especially if you're a woman who's very intelligent or you've been single for a very long time. You haven't had to ever think about what someone else wants or how someone else wants to do something. You may feel like you're being restricted in some way, but being submissive does not mean that you have to just say, okay, without thinking through it, without having an opinion. It truly means that you are taking it in and you are listening and you are sitting with it thinking about it, praying on it, and coming back to him if you have a different idea or if it doesn't sit well with you and telling him how you feel. It by no means means that you have to do whatever he says. What it does mean is that you're willing to hear him out. You're willing to flow with him if it makes sense without wanting to do things your own way and go against the flow of what he's decided for the family. So for example, even if you're on the road, and you're driving and your husband insists on going a certain direction and you know that that's not the right way to go. You know, maybe he's not very good with directions. You know that you know how to get there quicker. You're not causing strife in that moment. You're saying, all right, you know, go ahead, do it your way and allowing him to do it. If he gets lost, he gets lost. You're not going to tell him, I told you so, and you're so bad with directions. And this is why I should have drove and I should have let my cousin drive or whatever. You're not bringing all of that nagging energy into your marriage. You're allowing him to be and for him to make his decisions or make a mistake as long as it's not hurting you or your family. 
So as a woman who is a finer wife, as a submissive woman, you are receptive and you are graceful with your reception. You take it in with grace. This is something you're going to have to work at, okay? Especially if you're someone who really is very opinionated or maybe your emotions are easily read on your face. When he tells you something or when he says, you know, I'm thinking about us doing this or I'm thinking of us moving here or... I want us to now attend this church or I want us to start doing this class at the gym or I want us to start eating healthier, whatever it is that he's bringing up to you. Taking the time and allowing him to be free, allowing him to be comfortable talking to you, not nagging him with every single thing that comes up, allowing him to be able to have some space to think about his choices and finding the right words and the right way, the right timing to bring things back to him if maybe you don't agree with it or you have a different idea. Now, when you're someone who's in Christ and you truly are trying to fulfill your role to the best of your ability, remember that you're not alone in your marriage, okay? You have God. So when your husband tells you something and maybe you don't like it or you don't agree with it, you are coming to God and telling him how you feel. Even if that means you're crying and you're upset and you don't want to be under anyone's leadership, you're talking to God about it and allowing the Lord to ease your heart, to give you some peace and to perhaps maybe give your husband some understanding or soften his heart towards an issue and then bring it back to the table, talk about it again. But you're cooperating, you're, you're working with God all the time, no matter what you're doing. And in your marriage, it's one of those areas where you need him the most, because this is the area that's most easily attacked. Living with someone every single day and the differences that you have in your cultures, your backgrounds, your experiences, your opinions, constantly clashing, the things that have happened in your marriage, you know, these things all sort of built up. So after some time, you make it to the point where you are completely shut off. You don't want to listen. You're not interested in what he has to say. And that's wrong. Okay. Just to be honest, that is wrong. You cannot have that attitude if you really want your marriage to turn around or to be successful. And there are legitimate reasons as to why some women do not want to submit. Okay, maybe your husband is someone you truly do not respect. So many of us maybe met our husbands when we were younger. And maybe at the time you had different values in terms of what you wanted in a man. And now that you're older, you see him and you're like, no, I made a mistake. And you don't trust his judgment. Okay, maybe you don't respect him for whatever reason. Maybe you think he's not that intelligent. Maybe he's shown you that he shouldn't be respected because he doesn't respect himself or he doesn't respect you or maybe he doesn't have a job, right? And you just don't have any regard for him in that way. So it's like, why would you listen to him? Or maybe you're afraid that if you give him a little bit of control, he's going to try to run your life. He's going to take advantage of that and think that he can tell you what to do in terms of everything, how to wear your hair, how to dress, how to speak. And he's going to try to change you and you don't want to be changed. Maybe you're just afraid of a lack of freedom. If he says that, you know, from now on, he wants the family to function in this way. Maybe you feel like you won't be able to do the things that you normally do and have your hobbies or go out with your friends or things of that nature. So a lot of this is rooted in the idea of fear. And that's what stops us from wanting to hand over 
that leadership and be under that covering, under that umbrella of your husband. And that's something that you have to take up with the Lord. You have to pray about that. That's something that he can ease your heart with and he can give you the ability to release that fear and remember that no matter what, your life is in God's hands, okay? In the Bible, one of the things that the Lord calls himself is the great I am. And that I am stands for everything. He is everything, okay? I am comfort. I am strength. I am peace. God is whatever you need him to be in that moment. So when you need him, you need to reach out to him and ask for help and tell him you don't want to follow this guy. You don't want to submit to him. You don't even feel like he deserves you. Be honest and God will help you to figure out how to best move in that situation. Some things that you probably should not do in terms of being a submissive wife is say, I'll only submit if, right? Have this sort of like standard to when you feel like submitting. I'll only submit if I'm in a good mood or if he's done something nice for me this week or if I feel like he knows enough about this subject or if whatever your if is. Okay, it's not one of those things where you can decide when you want to be submissive and do it when you feel like it. This has nothing to do with how you feel. And it usually will go against how you feel, especially if you've been brought up to be someone who thinks for herself and truly does not want anyone else deciding things for her. Okay, it's not going to ever really feel good or natural. Being submissive is a choice. It takes strength. It's not something that you're being forced to do. It's your decision. You are deciding that you want to listen to him and that you want him to guide you. Just like you're deciding that you want to stop at a stop sign. The sign is there, but you don't have to stop. That's your choice. You are deciding you want to be this kind of a woman. So it's up to you. You don't have to feel like it's forced. God always gives you the room for you to do whatever you want to do as having free will. So when you submit, you're telling yourself, I'm choosing to. I'm choosing to be strong and allowing him to lead, even though I don't like it, because this is the kind of marriage I want to be in. And you will always get blessed. The more you do this, the easier it'll become in terms of you trusting that God's overseeing this and knowing that if he does make a mistake, if he does something that he shouldn't do, he has to deal with God and God will deal with him and you will still be protected. You are always under the protection of God, especially when you're doing what you're supposed to do, which is his will and submitting to your husband. Now, in no way should you ever allow your husband to mistreat you or mistreat your children or make decisions that can put you or your children in harm's way. If he's asking you to do something that you know is wrong, that is not appropriate for you to submit to. You're still responsible for your choices and your behavior. You, at that point, will tell him, you know, I am uncomfortable doing this. I don't think this is right. I'm not going to be able to do this. And it's all about the way that you say it. Okay. It's never really what you're saying. It's always a manner in which you say it with and the heart posture that you have when you're saying it. So if he's asking you to do something that's illegal and you know that it's wrong and you don't want to do it, you do not do it. That's not being submissive. Okay. That's actually being really silly because you were given a brain and you are expected to use it. But 
making sure that you're using it appropriately and taking care of yourself and your children when something happens that you know is wrong. If you're a woman who's truly trying to be a finer wife, being able to respect your husband is going to be the key to help you unlock the ability to be submissive. For those of you who struggle with learning how to respect your husband, I will make a video about this because this is something that you have to really be taught. This is something you may not really know based on TV because a lot of times television shows make husbands sort of a joke in a sense. And a lot of women, when they watch TV or they listen to music, they have an impression on how they should speak to their husband or treat their husband. And it's usually really negative. So learning how to respect a man is something you really do need to have modeled or be taught. So we can talk about that because that's really the starting point, really learning what it means and how to respect him. And then from there, learning how to follow learning how to be graceful, and you will get rewarded. Your husband will love you so much more knowing that whenever he brings something to you, it's not going to be met with anger. It's not going to be met with resistance. It's not going to be met with just refusal. Him knowing that his word matters in the home will allow him to grow as a man, will allow him to be able to be more successful. Okay, men who have wives who are submissive towards them and who are respectful and supportive are usually very successful because their home environment is so positive. They know that they have someone who truly does stand behind them, someone who's not going to embarrass them, someone who's not going to say one thing in their face and then go and say something maybe to another guy or to family members or just make them look silly. They know that they have someone who really is understanding and is one with them. So if you pick this up, my dear, you will see your marriage blossom. You will see your husband being so much more happy. He will treat you so much better. You'll be able to start getting things that you probably never thought you'd be able to have because he is now one with you and really feels like he can treat you as he treats himself, which is what he's supposed to do. But it's very difficult to be one if you are going your own way. So I invite you to share this video with someone who is maybe struggling with this. If you know someone who's about to get married, if you know a woman who maybe leans more into her masculinity in her relationships and it's causing problems in her marriage or a woman who's maybe a powerhouse in the workforce, but doesn't know how to turn that off when she gets home, this video will really kind of open up her eyes and maybe help her to understand how important it is as a woman to be the nurturer, to be the rock in a way where your behavior is predictable. He knows that he can depend on you. He can lean on you and he can guide the family without resistance through you. I love each and every one of you so much. And I'm so thankful that you were able to listen to this video. I know that this is a really difficult subject to be able to digest, but I'm so grateful that you were able to sit and listen. Please leave me a comment and let me know some ways in your marriage that you've learned to be submissive towards your husband. Give us some examples, some things that you know have changed in your life since being more submissive. And let me know if you have some things that you struggle with in terms of wanting to be submissive, but maybe just not being able to? What is it that's stopping you? And maybe I can make a video to address those specific things. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Michelle Daff 
and at A Feminine Impression. And listen to my podcast, A Feminine Impression, for more feminine content. I love each and every one of you so much. And I'm so proud of you that you're able to look at yourselves and want to change and be better women, be finer wives for the glory of God. And you will get there. You will change It's one moment at a time, one decision at a time, and I'm here to help you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, my love, for being here, listening to this podcast, and spending some time with me today. I hope that the information that you heard here today will bless and open up your life for you to be the woman that God created you to be. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram page at A Feminine Impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff. Also, visit my YouTube channel, Dr. Michelle Daff, for more information and lots of video content on femininity. I would also love your support in purchasing my fragrance from my brand, Fine Forever, by visiting www.fineforever.com. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression.